Welcome to the Radio 191 FM podcast. A weekly catch-up with a different executive member each week, talking about what they do, what they have done, and any other exciting things going on at OUSA. It's Executive Chairs. Yes, it is Executive Chairs. It's that time of the morning again. What is the time? It is 27 minutes to 9. Emily's here. VP, <laughs> Vice President. Morning. Yes, uh, morning to you. It's... um. It's the year for um, great vice presidents, like the one in America. <laughs> well, that's a nice comparison. I'll take it. She's amazing. But I still, like, I'm so glad you don't wear power suits. <laughs> hey, not yet. It hasn't uh, got quite yeah, cold yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've got... Why? I mean, is it just... Is it just because you have to wear a power suit? Nah. Is it the things that are expected, or...? They, they elevate you. They make you feel some kind of way. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah have you, you worn feel- a power... I have not worn a power suit, but I... I feel that when I wear my blazer and I like pull up yeah. to uni and I'm just like I've got my shit together mm, mm. I used to wear um, blazers and two jackets all the time mm. yeah yeah I get it I felt a little bit like but then I feel the power creeping up and taking <laughs> over dress for success is what <laughs> I say that's right that's right um, right uh, administrative vice president mm, bit of so a mouthful it's two things right you're the vice president mm-hmm. obviously and what does the administrative part mean I am the admin person yeah. for you're the executive. You're the admin person. Yes. So what, you take notes? You take minutes? No, um, you don't take minutes. No, well, I take, I'm the backup minute person. Yeah. Um, but, but what, what, I mean, what, what essentially is admin for the executive? Yeah. Well, we have 12 people yeah. on the executive. Yeah. And it's kind of my job to make them not just people, but a team, essentially. Yes, yes. So the coordination and kind of like the... Not strategy, because that's the finance and strategy officer, but kind of the just more general oversight in sort of how people are working, what they're tracking towards, and how that works collectively towards our overall goals. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of taking the individual bits of people and their jobs and what they're up to and kind of putting it into the bigger picture, which is what OUSA is up to. That's right, because you need it to be harmonious, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. you're going to get a lot more done if everyone gets on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. that's also a big part is kind of like facilitating relationship building, suggesting people speak to each other about things, mm. you know, that kind of thing, connecting the dots. Because there's a lot of people off doing individual things with, uh, in, out, out in, in OUSA. Mm. Um, but even if some of those things are individuals, they're all working together to to one similar goal in yeah. a way. So you've yeah. got to kind of work out how those two people going off and those two <laughs> tangents are going to come back together to Definitely. achieve the thing that well, needs I mean, to be achieved. The, the thing that we're trying to achieve is always a big, you know, question mark, it seems. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, student safety, student well-being the best outcomes possible for students. And so, there's yeah. so that's, that's a pretty broad spectrum. Mm, so mm. we fit in... And amongst that, and then, you know, I kind of just shepherd the flock. Yeah, and I guess a big thing, part of your job would be, because, of course, the executive changes year on year for the mm. most part. I mean, obviously, you're back, and there's a few others that are back as well. Um, so you've probably got to help people come up to speed with the work of the previous people as well, and how that was working, how it was tracking, right? De- yeah, definitely. And, I mean, it's a pretty steep learning curve. Yeah. Because, I mean, from the outside people have quite a different idea of what OUSA is like oh like mm. maybe they put on gigs they put on Hyde Street kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the governance of it and the just qu- kind of like 
the roles that we have even within the university they're, they're huge oh you're on how many committees are you on buddy? not anymore not anymore oh, but no, last, you're not. yeah, you're yeah, not. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've got my fingers in a few pies there but no last year I was on upwards of 20 commu- committees across the uni which yeah. is insane yeah yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. so trying to sort of help shape people's idea of what OUSA is and does and can be and should be doing but also trying to equip them with the tools and the knowledge that they need to succeed in those so, yeah you know it's good you're on committees and a lot but well, you were and a lot of people are on committees mm. but there still isn't enough of us on those committees oh, absolutely you know i must add but you know i mean they're looking for a vice chancellor right now apparently critic already said they found one <laughs> 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 I, feel, I feel like everyone wishes the process was that quick but no yeah. no, no, no no but you know there's a i would say a representative on that yeah. board yeah and and that's fantastic we it's part of like an active goal we've made this year is to try and increase that representation so mm. currently in talks with the university about increasing postgrad rep yeah. reps on the boards um across the divisions and um base uh, last i heard there is now going to be a tarupa maori representative on the Board of Undergraduate and Graduate Studies, which is a big About win. About bloody time. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> it's it's just one of those things that until yeah. someone thinks to ask, it doesn't get initiated. It's it's funny how like, universities, like, and I say this all the time, um, university is supposed to be a place of f- um, free thinking and progression, mm. but it's so regressed <laughs> in so many ways. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe you know they'll take a you know, they'll take some inspiration from us, saying yeah. you know this is what we want to see from our side of things, mm. and they'll reflect the same. You know, we'll yeah. see a little bit more diversity amongst. Oh, the ima- academics yeah, as well. I, but I imagine all those academics had those ideas when they were yeah. students as yeah. well. Get bogged down in the institution. Yeah, you do. Oh, it's the almighty dollar. Scruption. Um, I, I mean, I talked about this last week just quickly, and I know you've had a lot to do with this over the years, um, over the last couple of years, and it's great that it's finally happening with the um, the sexual misconduct policy. Oh, yeah, OUSA's sexual misconduct policy. Yes, 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 yes. And we saw that in practice yes. early, you know, yep. um, the other week, and which is sad. Yep. And we never want that um, policy to ever have to be used. Mm. But it was used. Yes. So, I mean, uh, and it took so many years to get that thing in mm. and done. Mm. So it must be a sad, proud moment for, for yeah. you. You I mean, this is your second year here as well, so, yep. you know. So it's, uh, it's it's a big it's a big thing. It's it's an interesting one because um, obviously don't want it to have to be used. Yes. But we are glad that the safeguards are in place to make sure that students are protected by OUSA to the best of our ability. Yeah. And it's our policy is quite interesting because it's not just policy; it's also practice. Yeah. And so that's why we have to make sure it's really robust because. Kind of when you think that you've covered all of the bases, people will find a way to kind of slip through the cracks of that yeah. and find a way to sort of, you know, wriggle through the system that means that, you know, oh, maybe we have to look at that again and think about every single case scenario. So we learn from it, we revise it, we update it. Yeah. It's a work in progress. But I feel pretty confident that what we have now is is what we want. And it's a great document. And, and, and of course, the document is handed out to clubs each yeah. every year. It's handed out to the clubs. But, I mean, are these clubs, are we seeing from, from OUSA, mm. um, you know, clubs and societies, are, are they getting these clubs to sit down mm. and meet 
and actually hammer this out and hammer it into the students? Yeah, so it's something we have on our radar this year as a goal. Um, We have a fantastic Clubs and Socks rep who's quite integrally involved in clubs herself. Yes. So offers really great perspective. And we have the affiliated clubs council where things like this have been raised and people have been really valuable in contributing to sort of what they want to see. So mm-hmm. in the works is a club's welfare committee yeah. where, you know, executive club welfare officers will be able to come together and kind of communicate to OUSA what issues are and could be, yeah. which is a good place to start. And then we're also looking at our training yeah. in terms of are we giving people the appropriate training to make sure that we are providing a safe mm. space that space being both the building but also the executives that we sign off on and mm-hmm. things like that. So um, it's a work in progress. Te Whare has been involved in amongst it. Student support, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. But right. there's always work to be done to improve. You know, you, cannot, you, need to, you need to always be working towards being better at it. Yeah. I mean, Radio 1, right, we have like 60 volunteers or so. Mm. You know, we have a lot of volunteers. Every volunteer that comes through here, they sign a code of conduct. Mm. They go on a tour around the place. They do this, they do that. They Mm. have an induction, a real proper induction. Um, But I guess we have that luxury of people coming in at different times. We don't have the beginning of a year where you've got 40, 50 people trying to sign up for one thing. Yeah, definitely. That makes it a little bit harder, but do you think that might be... The kind of thing that that is needed a, a real proper individualized induction for each member, in in a you know, that might be quite difficult. But at least one big sit down at the beginning of every year with everyone that's joining. Yeah, like it's clubs are an interesting one because they you've are. got such a you know spectrum of um, things on offer. You have you know your clubs that have been around for so like you know as long as OUSA you know, places like the debating club, debating society. It's been you know, it was one of the founding clubs. Oh, yeah. And then you've got, you know, last week or so we affiliated the Cat Rescue Club. And so there's a spectrum of sort of... That's under- so good. I know, A spectrum <laughs> of understanding in terms of what OUSA does, how it can be used, what it offers and what it should offer. Mm-hmm. And so it's important that, you know, club members, club executives are communicative in terms of what they want to see as well because there's only so much we can offer. But if it isn't going to be you know applicable what if they don't engage with it then what's the point you know we have to make sure it's done in the right way so that people turn up and engage yeah 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 and then when they need the help it's there well exactly uh, in terms of things like the pastoral care code ah yes what's happening there um so submission that's a that's been a big work in progress as well um we're currently writing a submission workshopping with Tarupu Māori and the Pacific Students Association to yeah. make sure, and also importantly, um, International Students Association because there's both a domestic and an international aspect to it. Yes. Essentially, um, we just want to make sure that you know the university is doing their part in terms of student safety and care. When you come to university, you expect kind of basic things like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if, the, if the university is talking about having, um, you know, they've got eyes in the skies everywhere, mm-hmm. and, and they're talking about being able to find people for, oh, for yes. having, uh, uh, you know, rubbish outside their homes and things like that. So if if they've got that ability to do that and yes. and, and have um, that not 19, yet, not yet, no. But I mean, <laughs> there is so much 1984 yeah. Big Brother shit going on in yeah. the university. So if they've got that, then why aren't they? Oh, yeah. doing their job at the end. of 
of the line, yeah. it, you know, with the with the pastoral care. Mm-hmm. What you know, they're slipping up so much. Yeah. On the the well being of the student, they're once again just looking at the um the the, the visual aspect of the university itself outward yeah. to the populace. Yeah, I mean, like, I think a role we've kind of taken on, <laughs> especially this year, is just kind of re- reminding the uni. Like, we're... Like, it's not really boundaries, but it's kind of like, do you really want to be involved in that space? It's going to be at cost to your time and resources. It's not in your best interest. You have no actual, like, legality, really, to what you're doing. One high court decision... Oh, I'm not a law student. I won't get into it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of reminding them that their priorities should be elsewhere... Things like student health. Apparently, mental health um, appointments are at a five to eight week waiting list. Yeah, that's which is shocking, you know, because you can't really go anywhere else. Student health is it for students. Yeah. In terms of that's what's pushed by the university, other yeah. than like what a helpline on the phone. You really like I know. A helpline is great. A helpline's great, but you at at a point want the person to person interaction. Yeah. That's part of the process. Well, for, for many people at least. And so, you know, five to eight weeks is indicative that that's what people want. And so that's a priority. Not sure the visual, you know, aesthetics of somebody's front yard is, should be high on the priority list. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe um, sustainability measures to, you know, educate students and pr- provide them with more means to, you know, mindfully dispose of their rubbish fine mm. even the university lobbying landlords not that the university lobbies but you know university lobbying landlords to i don't know incorporate bins into the rent payment yeah that's something that you know we've wanted to do but they don't you know they have no reason to listen to us yeah big brother university saying it yeah, yeah, yeah story you know yeah yeah it's ridiculous i just feel like the efforts could be do- pushed elsewhere but you know it's it is a, somewhat of a time of change in terms of university leadership and things and so we could see a different direction i'm trying to remain optimistic in that space. i am trying to remain very optimistic in that space as well um it's but you know we we know how this works mm. um the university board has decided already on where they th- think the university needs to go so mm. now they're finding a person that will take it in that direction because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's how they hire somebody here that's mm-hmm. what that's what it is it's not someone coming in and changing things and doing it their own way as we want someone to be able to fit the model of what we need thinks we what we think needs fixed now yeah Harleen came in because they needed to restructure yes you know, and yeah. she was and the person. And restructure she did. Oh, restructure she did. <laughs> yeah. But what do they need now? And hopefully they are seeing that it's the welfare of the students. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've talked so much about um, sort of like their vision 2040. And a lot of it has to do with universi- the re- University of Otago like grounding itself as a Pacific university. Mm. And like, I hope that that remains a priority. You know, I hope that we see a shift towards, you know, improving rather than kind of just carrying on in the same old status quo of, like, students are annoying, students make rubbish, students make mess, students disrupt, we must tell off students. And, like, you know, it'd be nice to see kind of meaningful engagement with students in terms of being, like, help us get to being a better university. I like, um, (laughs) and you say our students, but I'd like them to have a meaningful engagement with the adults, 
that pay money mm. to attend their institution. Oh, yeah, students as well. Yeah, yeah, but that's All what I mean. Yeah. These students are adults. <laughs> that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. I'm not saying they're no, older No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but like, that's the thing is that that narrative is pushed so much that like, you know, students are so immature and so juvenile that you saying calling us adults didn't even resonate. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. And You're so, thinking I was talking yeah. about mature students. Like, Dude. What? You're the admin VP. You're I busy know. as all hell. My <laughs> first question was supposed to, was actually going to be, how's your work-life balance? Oh, what work-life <laughs> balance? <laughs> work is my life. I, but, like, that's not a bad thing. It's because I enjoy it that it's yeah. that way. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been back. Very and well, you s- no. Improvements needed to have been made. That's uh, why I was um, back. Yeah, and, and I hope you're here until the end of December as well. Yes, that has <laughs> been, you know... We're going well so far, touch wood. Yeah. No signs of, um, that you was, know. That was a sly on last year's ad, yes. ad, 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 ad <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Georgia. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Work-life balance. We're trying to find her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a hard mistress to find. Yeah. Um, hey, thanks for coming in. <laughs> it's always a pleasure having you in. Um, have a great day. Thanks very much. I hope you find some time to... Um, Relax. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me too. I hope so. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're more than welcome, Mike. Coming up, Bob's. This was a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.